This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What Mansfield Town wanted was a Christmas miracle. What they got was a lump of coal. Mansfield Town won, Southend United won. A result Mansfield Town didn't need. They didn't put any space at all between them and Southend. And if you think that's the worst of it, well, then you're wrong. Because Mansfield Town were outplayed for 45 minutes, probably should have been three goals down. And then in the end, just didn't really get going at all and had to rely on Jordan Bowery to gain a point. Another afternoon where wasted opportunities, poor crosses, poor build-up play. I think the word poor highlights it all. This is the Cool Down Post-Match Reaction Show. Mansfield Town 1, Southend United 1. Get your views, your comments, your observation, your rants in the comments in the live feed now. It could be a long old show. I'd say Merry Christmas, but as you can see from my Elf t-shirt, I'm more grumpy Elf than happy Elf. And welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. A miserable afternoon's performance from the Stags again. Just a point at home to South and still in search of that oh-so-elusive first home league win. Joining me virtually, as always, Cam Felton, who's moved to another part of his house. He's moved even closer to the uh, Wi-Fi router. And Mr Nathan Edge, who's put up a poster in the background to make it look a little bit more set-like. Was the game that boring and that dull and our performance that shambolic that the the only thing you could both do in the last 90 minutes was think of of somewhere and some way to make your backdrops look better for the post-match show? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the easy answer. Oh, absolutely. Very, very, very 
frustrating afternoon uh, from the Stags. Go on then, give me your three-word reviews, and I'm going to put the warning out there now. There's probably going to be swearing in this show, so if you're not a swear fan, maybe you should maybe should switch it off and, and go and, go and watch repeats of Strictly or something, because I feel like there's a few that's going to be brewing today. Cam, your three-word review. Woeful. <laughs> That's, That's not three words. Can we get the next two, please? Yeah, can uh, next two yeah. words. Here, Craig. Hello. Diabolical shite. Fair. He's got it early. He's got it. I did warn you, Nathan. What are you going to go with? My three are. I'm. I'm. You know, I, I can't be swearing on. Uh, you know, on on live broadcast these days. I've got a reputation to uphold. But um. Ooh. <laughs> oh, look at me! I've been on ITV News. Oh. <laughs> I'm a C-list celebrity. Oh, I've been on Sky. Uh, uh, anyway, my three. <laughs> I set myself up for that, didn't I? Um, my three words are Christmas is ruined. Cheers, lads. Yeah, and Christmas literally is ruined as well. Um, Merry Christmas. I honestly, grumpy, 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 grumpy. I'm not happy with that at all. We should have. We, we had to go out there and beat them today, and it was a very, very frustrating performance. First half was utterly shambolic. Second half... We created chance after chance after chance, but again, didn't in terms of getting the ball into to good areas for deliveries, didn't pay off at all, and nowhere near uh, the standard which Mansfield Town need uh, and require. Get your comments coming in now. Lots of them pouring in already. I'll uh, try and keep up, um, um, try and keep up with as many of them uh, as I can. Marcus kicks us off tonight. Simply saying, not good enough. Beck says, didn't get the chance to watch today, but I'm here to listen to others. Put it this way, Bex, I think you've probably had the better end of the deal. Um, if you need, if you know, if you're insomniac and you're struggling to sleep, then maybe watch our performance in in the first half. Uh, Jake says, got to be changes against Scunthorpe now. Absolutely, we've been saying that for the past two games, though, haven't we? Uh, Mark says, poor full stop. Uh, in relation to our intro music, Beck says, high plumber. Well, yeah. Um, well, someone needs shafting today. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Victor says, uh, need to start and get rid of the deadboard. This is not acceptable. Uh, John says, from a f- uh, first half display where we look destined for conference football, second half a lot better but can't finish our chances. Pedro, first half was like slowly pulling my teeth out with pliers. Second was better but nowhere near good enough. Jamie says, what the hell is going on? We can't keep playing for 45 minutes. It's leaving us a mountain to climb every game. There is no quality in the side and our forwards are shocking. No width, no nothing poor. Nigel, first half unacceptable, appalling. Second half much better. If there was a prize for time wasting, they, as in Southend, will win it every week. Um, Jamie says, and we can only now meet up on Christmas Day now. This year is getting worse. Um, and why is the pitch utter rubbish? It's very, very heavy. On the pitch, very briefly. I'm sure we'll talk about it later as well. Um, it's not been touched, really, um, for two-ish seasons now so very very heavy um, as well at the moment Um, Clive says two very poor teams on a very poor pitch Jay says what I would have done uh, to have a Danny Rose Hayden White uh, Pierce CJ on the field (laughs) I'll add in that as well I'll add to that as well and uh, say Amari as well crying out for some pace um uh, talking to start, uh, someone says that need to s- 
Uh, Victor said, need to start and get rid of the Deadwood. This is not acceptable. Uh, Richard says, curious to see who you think the Deadwood are. I agree that that needs to happen. Uh, Glenn, dear, oh dear, genuinely upset with the players. If we want to survive, Cluffy has to sign players at a minute past midnight, 1st of January. Um, Victor, it's now clear to see that this team isn't good at all. Um, Pedro says, now you're a proper TV star, Nath. Yeah, don't remind him. Um uh, Paul, Paul says how would Boris ru- uh, run this Mansfield team and Beck says furlough them well I think if they were furloughed we might actually get something more out of them to be honest um, Clive says Rawson is dire really is out of his depth Gordon couldn't cross a check uh, Wayne says let's face it we are a very poor side who haven't got a clue nothing is changing and it's the same problem final third again we are in big trouble and this is the worst side uh, for a while um, and Victor says this lot are a disgrace to our club keep your comments coming in uh, throughout the afternoon we'll read out as many as we can as always they will skip the ones which are sort of duplicate let's delve into that a little bit you Nathan dropped your head in shame when I said the words Mansfield are unchanged when reading out the team news in the pre-match uh, the pre-match show and how right you were <laughs> yeah I don't think I I don't think I was alone with that uh, given you know uh, from analyzing a lot of the the comments and the and the chatter amongst the Stags community. I think a lot of people after the last couple of games thought uh, some changes were, were surely uh, imminent. Um, so that's, you know, uh, you know we, we touched on this on the uh, the pre-match war show. Um, certainly I was very disappointed with that. Um, and I think I was hoping I'd be proven wrong, but, but unfortunately, looking at that first half display, if you can even call it a display, um, you know, we... Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't proven wrong. It was um, very poor, um, probably as poor as I can remember throughout the season. To be fair, it's it's up there in the bad 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 half performances. And uh, I mean, their goal, fair play to them, took it took it very very well. Um, we could always argue that we could have done more defensively, but at the end of the day, if you're going to keep giving them the opportunities, because it wasn't that only chance they had, if you're going to give them opportunities like that, eventually one's going to go in the back of the net. So. You know, we've only got ourselves to blame for that. So uh, we saw an improvement second half with changes. So as somebody said in the comments earlier on, it is not changes on uh, first before Scunthorpe on on the on Saturday. I'm I'm, I'm turning it off. For me, Cam, <laughs> um, we've got two more games left this calendar year. Scunthorpe, which is now a massive game, even bigger than than today's game in in some. Uh, respects as well uh, on Boxing Day. Then we've got Salford, of course, before the uh, the calendar year ends and the transfer window opens. For me, this playing squad, and this goes for absolutely everybody. I don't think there's I don't think there's anybody, maybe three I could pick out off the top of my head who would I'd put as exempt to this. Um, I don't oh, think there's alone, I don't think there there's many um, that are. Um, what was I going to say? I don't think there's many that aren't playing for their future. They've got to go out there now and prove to to Nigel Clough and, and to the board that they are up for the fight because there was absolutely no fight in us at all today. Again. No, there wasn't. And I think... <laughs> this is going to be a terrible analogy. When it comes to our defence, I think there's more resistance in the ball on the grass at the moment. Um... Just that goal was just awful to concede. And I think it's the fact that, yet again, it just seems that teams are waltzing through our defence. And in the second half, when their player just running straight through the middle, just gets through everyone. It's like, 
what what's going off? And and from a few weeks ago, we were looking world beaters. We were putting in good performances. We were scoring goals. Um, to now, it's just like what have, what have we done? We've talked about twenty steps back compared to where we were, where we were a month ago. And it just this seems worse performance-wise than we were under under Cochrane, and I don't see how it's see where it's gone wrong. It's just gone wrong, and I think that obviously, yeah, we changes are going to happen in January. I don't think there's any any avoiding that, and I think we're going to end up spending a fair amount of money, whether that's through loans or actually bringing in someone in permanent. But something's got to change, and I just think that. Um, and I think the main here is I think we need to pick out the defence and the and the and the and the forwards. I think Jordan Barr is a very much a different player, but he just seems to be doing it all on his own at the moment, or just putting in a little bit more effort. And I think Andy Cook does it, but just not quite. The ball's just not dropping for him, and Jamie Reid looks absolutely lost again. I think the defence is looking shakier than it did at the start of the season where we were conceding goals left, right and centre. It just seems that we just need a complete overhaul of the squad again. And You're not going to get that in January, are you? That, that's no, that's, that's the issue. Not, that's, this, is, this is what worries me a little bit about January. You know, so many comments so far I've said about getting rid of the dead wood. So there's two issues. One, well, one, we thought we did that in the summer. You know, everybody yeah. was saying, uh, you know, we got rid of the dead wood. We've got a chance now to go you know, to go go forward. Well, obviously that's that's not happened, and actually, some in some ways we're we're looking back, thinking actually if we had some of those players in our team at the moment, we might be doing a bit better. That's so obviously recruitment hasn't been the great greatest in the summer on, on this display at the moment. But the issue is, a lot of those players are on two-year contracts. Well, actually, all of them that yeah. came in, apart from uh, McLaughlin, which obviously is now extended it to the end of this season. But um, all of them was on two-year deals, so. Even in the summer, we're going to struggle to get rid of some of those. Um, but focusing more importantly now on January, because this is obviously what's around the corner, um, it's we obviously quite clearly we need to bring players in. But it's first of all, how much money have we got to do it? Obviously, we've got the wage cap in now as well. So we've got to try and uh, figure how we can work around that. We obviously don't know as supporters how close we are to that cap, but... Obviously, that's a consideration we have to take. So if you want to try and remain in that, you've got to offload players. Now, the issue is the players you're going to want to offload aren't very good. So who's going to want to come and get them? Um, you know, there's going to have to be some sort of deal in place with the players and, and the clubs. You know, they're probably not going to want to pay a fee for them. But then you've got to come to agreement with the players to pay up their contract because it's unlikely they're just going to want to go. Uh, when they've got a year and a half left on the contract for, to another club, which is probably going to be offering them less money. So it's going to be very difficult to shift some of that so-called dead wood. So we've got to, it's going to be a very, you know, we're all saying let's get January around and let's get get it sorted. But I don't think it's as easy as we uh, we all hope it's going to be. No, I think, it, like I said a couple of times before, I think it's going to be more of a buyer's market when you consider those clubs who are struggling financially. But again, it, you can't, you can't just go down one route. It might favour you, but you have to balance the books. You know, you do have to take into consideration the the wage cap. You do have to take into consideration, you know, squad size and and, and things like that because that can become very very difficult. Um, with thirty odd players, to, to manage. Well, I, yeah. I guess the the bonus we could do is is try and shift some out on loan. So you recoup some wages and they're out of the building. So 
you have got that one option. But, yeah, and I, know, cer- as, I certainly as think... getting players out permanently, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I certainly think the loan market's a good way of getting rid of players, especially um, to those clubs, those bigger clubs, so to speak, in non-league who've got a little bit of uh, money uh, around them and maybe those some of those in League 2 as well, um, purely because, especially in, in non-league, if they've got games, you know, which are now piling up due to, to COVID, you know, there was a, uh, especially sort of, uh, lower down the pyramid there's a lot of teams who've got a lot of games to catch up on which is going to come thick and fast at, at some point and um, so clubs will want to make sure that they're covered in, in that area but again they've those clubs who are going to take the loans have got to be able to afford uh, the wages and I don't think we've, we've, we will have been that shrewd I think you know we will still be playing the players that we've brought in will be commanding good relatively decent money for this level of football let's go to some more of your uh, comments they're still flooding in we'll get the funny one out of the way first uh, Nathan are you going to be on Strictly next year well let, let's watch this space who knows eh who knows let, but no <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the, no. let's go to the sorted uh, yeah absolutely uh, let's go to the uh, the footballing comments uh, Gary first half was shocking we were lucky with a definite penalty uh, for them we could have uh, coming three down Paul says Jamie uh, Jamie really uh, Jamie Reed has been linked with a move away to either Torquay or Wrexham on loan uh, Mansfield interested in Connor Sean I said I'd like to see him back to be fair I thought he was a decent player for us of course Nigel Clough had him at Burton uh, last year uh, Clive says we've all been blowing smoke up Nigel Clough's it's time he showed why he deserves that level of adoration um, interesting one on that as well I saw a post uh, in another group uh, I can't remember where it'll be. It'll be in our group chat somewhere. I think I posted it in there um, about why we've changed from, you know, five at the back or three at, three at the back to the four, three, three. Um, I, I, it made me laugh because it made me quite angry, actually. And it was uh, one of, I just thought it was a very daft post because, you know, we were getting pulled to from pillar to post in, in a three and it clearly wasn't working for anyone. None of the players seemed to want to play it. Just listen to James Purchase comments. I do agree that four-three-three isn't working. We need to go back to that diamond. We need to find um, players to accommodate it. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Let's go back to some more of your comments, uh, Roy. The amount of balls we put under their near post there, nobody gambled. We need uh, a big liner. Lapsley and Charlesley have lost their spot. Barry man of the match again for me. Um, uh, Gary, the changes second half worked. O'Keefe uh, just for his long throw in jail. We've missed a long throwing for sure. The players are fighting, but not good enough. Full stop. If they were fighting for me, they'd be fighting from whistle one. It shouldn't take uh, a bullet up them at half time to 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 step it out. Um, Pedro says totally agree with the no fight comment, but to be fair, their goal was an absolute beauty. Yes, it was. But again, we've let we've let them get into um, good areas. We've not been good enough from the start. I think somebody else mentioned it. They should perhaps have a, uh, a penalty early doors just in the build up to that, which was given as a free kick towards Farron Rawson made a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous shirt police. He had his hands so far up the opposition player's shirt. I actually thought he was funneling with his nipple at one point. So, um, you know, it's just ridiculous. And uh, I don't know. We need to really sort that out. In the second half, when he was chasing across, yeah, he gave the ball away, just smashing it clear. But I've never seen him move so quickly. (laughs) We've we've talked like that, Craig. That's what we want in that that, that music on in the background. I'll put it on then. (laughs) He had the hand so far up his shirt. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> different different show, lads. Different show. You can tell it's near Christmas. 
Oh, oh, You've got to have a laugh, haven't you? You know, you can't sit through 90 minutes of that. Get all angry. We try and relieve some tension here on the Mansfield Matters podcast. Let's go back to uh, some more of your comments. Bad choice of words. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> what more would you expect? Uh, Gary says, Barry, man of the match again. No other players to think about today. Guys, what happened to Maris? He was taken off at half time. Didn't really get in the game today, did he, Cam? No, I think that... I don't want to blame the pitch, but the conditions weren't... Weren't, weren't very good and I think this talking to my uncle this was something why are we playing it along the floor because the ball's just holding up constantly why are we I get that we want to play attractive football and we need to play quick pace football because when it does come off it, it, it works really well and we can get in behind but when it's when the pitch is so heavy why aren't we just I don't want to resort to playing hoofball or route one or whatever but when you've got players like Andy Cook and Jordan Bowery up front. Why aren't we lumping it long, getting it up over the top? And we know, whilst we have got players in the midfield that we do want to get on the ball, why not just, I'm not saying bypass them, but... We used to do that, though, and it was awful. So Yeah, it was, Mm. but it just seems that Bowery and Cook didn't seem interested at the start of the season. Now it's just like, they just look more comfortable on the ball and give it to them when they're going to do something. Point proven, uh, last weekend, give Andy Cook the ball and he goes and smashes it in from 20 yards. Give Jordan Barry the ball today, he scored again. So, Well, you see, again, it's the first goal he scored from open well, play. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean he's, he's been... He's been effective is what you were getting at. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of that final product he's been missing, and finally he's got it today. And I hope that gives him a bit of confidence going forward. But just point proven, get the ball to them, and and just see what they can do. And yeah, like the crosses Tuesday night. Obviously, we were absolutely shambolic with the crosses. We just struggled to get it in, and we didn't do anything today. We've obviously we've only scored one goal, but the crosses have caused them real problems, and the amount of goal mass scrambles where we should have scored and. I think Harry Charles ended up being their best defender at one point. Yeah, he blocked two, didn't he? Two of our own efforts he blocked. Uh, David says, I thought Benning looked okay today. Victor, a lot of this lot would not be able to match any of the players that have left. Um, Martin, the lack of quality is unbelievable. A big window coming up. Um, Simon says, Moneybags Mansfield, a prime target for players to earn an easy book and not interested in the badge on the shirt. Look at teams like Morecambe and Accrington. Low budget, low paid and low crowds, but their players have passion for the club and will run through brick walls for their club, win, lose or draw. Ours don't look interested as long as the cash is in the bank on Friday. They don't care. I I do believe um, that that has been the case, but I do actually think Nigel Clough, along with obviously Simon Clough, the head of recruitment, I do think they will get those right people in the building. Yeah, I, I... but it's not going to be an overnight job, and it's not going to just be in January either. They no. they will need time to get those sort of people. Um, that you know that takes hard work, recruitment. You've got to have connections. You've got to know not no not just know your football. Obviously, that's a massive part, but you've got to be able to know the people within the games, and and that's where the contact come contacts come in throughout the football pyramid. So I do actually trust, because when you look at what they've done elsewhere, given time, they have got those sort of people within you know, within the team. Uh, and the problem is, you know, I did, we, just, we just haven't got... I wouldn't say we haven't got any of them, because I, I think that would be unfair on some yeah. of the squad, but I'd, we haven't got enough for it to, you know, to, to, to have a fully, um, you know, together team out there all fighting for the badge. So... Um, I, you know, just a word. I do think Clough will get that eventually with time. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think we're about 20% of where we should be in terms of the players that we should have at the club and maybe 20 is pushing it a bit as well. I'm sure we'll dig into that on uh, on Tuesday night a little bit as well. Um, Jay says, I say it week after week, Rawson is probably the worst defender I've seen in a stag shirt. Uh, Mark says Rawson would be better on a rugby pitch. Uh, David, if we believe that someone taking long throws is a game changer, maybe we should bring back Exus Cahegan. Hey, look, don't knock it till you've tried it, son. Don't knock it till you've tried it. Uh, Richard says, am I the only one who thinks that a 4-3-3 with Cook and Barry as centre-forward and McLaughlin as Gordon as wingers is the best way to get some consistent end products? I have to, I have to say... Um, McLaughlin did change it when he came on today but mm. for me he actually found his position Nathan that was actually out on the touchline on the left hand side Warwick and effective with Benning backing him up it got the best out of both players again in an area which of the pitch at the time which wasn't as badly cutting up as, as other areas I feel that that's probably the way forward a, a a four four two diamond. I know it risks it in midfield a little bit. A four four two diamond stretching the game with McLaughlin and Gordon or O'Keefe as, as as wingers for now, and then look to obviously get those areas improved in when we can do. It would risk it in midfield, but it, it's not difficult to if if you know once you're under a bit of pressure to then compact that midfield. It's, yeah, you know it's a very, it's a very easy thing in that aspect to to change it. So. Uh, but it's more offensively that we need to to address, and that's where, you know, we've, we've been saying that that diamond, which we have, we did play a little bit, and that's where we probably had a, a lot of success. I, and I can't, I'm trying to think back why it changed. I'm trying to think whether it was personnel change. I don't know if it was when Maris went out when it, when we started yeah, it was. changing that, and for some reason we haven't gone back to it. Um, so, you know, I think I, I I just really hope that is the next change for us because, like we said, to, like we've seen this in the second half a little bit more with with McLaughlin getting out on that wing a bit more. I mean, it may have been a a, a fact of the fact that he was against his uh, his old club that upped his game a little bit, but um, you know, but the fact that he was out on that left and we saw more from him was it was a positive, and uh, like we said, hopefully we'll have changes for Scunthorpe. The thing for me though is, is I know we've spoke, we keep speaking about getting the ball out wide and getting crosses into the box, etc., creating chances. But what we haven't done for a while, and we again, under this diamond, we did it a little bit more, especially with, with Lapsley. Um, Clark's done it a few times as well. We, we, we were a bit more direct. Harry Charles did it too. We was more direct in the middle of the field. And I don't, it doesn't, I, we can't just look to get it out to the wings and get crosses in the box. We need to have a bit more of a dynamic attack. And, Go with a bit of um, you know aggression and run with the ball in the midfield and attack the defence. You know we can go centrally as well and under Coops and into the first bit of area under under Clough, we actually played the ball around a little bit through midfield. We kept possession. When you've got the ball, the opposition can't hear you, so that's one thing. But we kept possession and then we actually probed a little bit and and made some sort of a you know entrances into the opposition box by not just going out wide but playing it in centre. So. Yes, we need to work on getting it out wide because obviously we're not even doing, you know, we've gone through spells and not doing that, but it, need, it needs to be more than that. But to do it, you've got to get the right players in that midfield, on the ball, in the right areas, and that's where we're not doing it. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, we got on the ball a lot, lot more. Charlesley, um, Lapsley, Maris, Clark, all very effective central-based players, very effective on the ball, getting on the ball, driving it forward, moving it left, moving it right, creating openings, getting shots off and, you know, really, really testing opposition. 
at the moment, all we seem to con to be content to do is try and cycle it one side to the other and get Kellen Gordon or Mal Benning into play. And teams, you know, really, they just sit behind it and it's so easy to, to defend against. But whereas, like you say, when we did go with that diamond and we played at the start of the Clough era and under Coops, when we played with that a bit more freedom in midfield and, and let those players, those creative players, have that creativity and let them take the breaks off, we really, really did affect things. And for me, I think that's how we should play going forward. Yes, you know, that would, for me, be utilising our best assets. And when you've got, you know, the likes of Tyrese Sinclair in there as well, on the bench, you can come in and back that up. Uh, you've got other players that can play in there as well. James Perch, we know, can, can play in there. Aaron O'Driscoll can play in there. McLaughlin uh, can play in there. But when you've also got those wide options to back you up, play through the middle, get on the ball. If you lose the ball, don't be afraid to stretch the game and and really take control of it. Midfield is, is the key, and we lose it so many times just by allowing, just by trying to play it one-dimensional left to right and trying to trying to play down the wings it's so easy for teams to to get back in and defend against and 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 teams just make it so so simple and that's for me why when we're getting into these areas to cross the ball income that's why we're not um critical that's why we're not sharp enough that's why we're not successful enough because teams are back in they've got numbers back and they just throw bodies in front of it yeah, exactly, and I think going back to the whole uh, the the four, four the formation thing, I think if we if we could go back to that diamond, but then I know it's a bit of a risk, but playing Tyree Sinclair at that tip of the diamond, just knowing what he can do with the ball and how how well he can pass a ball and get and I know it's 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 what we've we've found out as easy, but actually getting that ball into the into the attacking half, but then then playing the ball out to the wing and then getting the ball in because we're getting the ball out out wide and it's effective but it's not as effective as we want to be because yeah like we say players are getting in behind and we're just getting defended out of the game it's going out for corners it's it's just being clear straight away because we're getting the ball out to the wing but too soon so the wingers have got more to do if you've got someone like Kellen Gordon bursting up the wing all you need is that through ball to him or vice versa, Mal Benning on the other side. But then also getting the ball into the box, it just seems that we might go for the first ball, but there's just no one going for the second ball. Someone on the edge of that box, someone on the edge of the six-yard area. And the amount of gold bar scrambles today was, was ridiculous. You just need someone to stick the ball in the net. And yes, we need an out-and-out -out goal scorer, but we need a poacher. Yeah, we really do. Someone we... that's just jogging on the spot to get that second ball. Yeah, someone who's hungry, someone who, who, who can scrap, someone who can feed on scraps as well. Uh, interesting comment from uh, Joe, which I agree with as well, actually. Play Bowery in midfield and play two strikers up front. I don't necessarily agree with playing him out and out in midfield, but just go, just, just go into... Line. Yeah, just playing that deep role. And that's where he was. When we had that transition under Coops and when Clough first came in, when we are playing that diamond, playing that diamond allowed Bowery to come and sit in, to come and collect from midfield and, and to get us going. And that's where he was most effective and, and really started to sort of, you know, uh, earn his, his, his commendments and, and things like that. So, Again, it just all stems back uh, to the diamond and uh, and playing and playing that and going um, 
and going with that stance and that setup. Uh, David says, I'm baffled at the fact we can't achieve anything at home. Why are we better on the road? It's not like we've got pressure, the pressure of having uh, to perform in front of our own fans. It's a very, very interesting one. I certainly can't call it this year. Uh, Martin says, forwards won't score without quality balls in from midfield. Again, that goes back to what we were saying about the, the, the diamond thing. Pedro agrees with talk about Sinclair. Uh, one word, Sinclair. Get width with O'Keefe and Gordon sorted. I'll text Cluffy. Um, uh, and v Victor says, I thought um, uh, the pantomime season wasn't allowed. Uh, seen a good one today at the one call. Um, oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, yes, it was. Uh, Martin it says, was. Uh, missing Riley at right back. Should have kept Tomlinson. He's not the first footballer to get done for drink driving. Also, why isn't Cook starting, especially at home? Um, oh, that, that's, a, that's, that's a comment why, sandwiched why in. Why we let Hayden White go? I'll say, uh, over Tomlinson, if, when you're looking at the right back, it would be Hayden White, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, right. I agree Reece with... Bennett, uh, I, I, I agree with... Um, Joe Riley, but obviously he's injured and he's a massive, massive um, injury risk. He's very, very susceptible to injuries. We wish him well, and when he does come back for us and gets himself fit, he'll be a good asset. But whether that will be this season and whether that will be his contract up, I don't know. Tomlinson, I completely disagree, and I think he's one of the... Um, I just think he was... Compared to what we've got now and the quality we've got in, um, you know, George Maris, George Lapsley, Ollie Clark, Tyree Sinclair... He's nowhere near that standard for me, and he was always unfit. So I completely disagree with Tomlinson. But but um, uh, then again, on the uh, who was the other one? Uh, uh, Cook again. I agree. Get get him in and uh, and and get him firing. So uh, and like you said, Nate, why did we let Hayden White go? It's there's probably three, four players um, where, where we've made a massive error in letting well, them go, I... and and it go. It comes back now. I don't think it was necessarily a, a question of getting rid of dead wood like you know Graham Cochran made out I just think he, he came maybe came up against some personalities in the dressing room that didn't warm to his ways and he thought the best way like many managers do is oh your contract's up see you later then I think um a lot of people have said that you know not it may not necessarily be a, a matter it may not be football in reasons and this is a the, the, the could be the part of the issue a lot of players that went because of um you know the the personalities in the group, which you could argue that it's necessary. If you've got players running the dress room, you know, that's, that's obviously not a good um, situation to be in. However, the better managers would find a way to fix that issue. And there's the, the point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, there's the, I think there's that's the point. The problem. If you're a good coach, a good manager, you don't have dressing room issues. And if you do, you know how to sort it. You know the way to, to go about it. If you're going to clash personalities, that's why things start That's why things start going wrong. And I look back a, you know, to a year, year or so ago now and wish that we could hop in like a TARDIS or you know, a DeLorean and, and go back, um, back in time. Because appointing Graham Cochran is exactly why we are in this situation now. Worst manager in our history, completely ruined what was, you know, I think spine of the team. If just, you yeah, think about it as the well. sp spine of the team and one of the best teams we'd had. There's a reason why that team last season, the season before, finished where they finished. They were a good team. They just needed a good coach and a good manager. It didn't happen with John Dempster for obvious reasons, and then uh, with uh, with Graham Cochran, it was oh, I, I don't know, wish. We rushed that appointment for me. We should have... 
looking back, that's that was the ver- that's the start of that's when the Titanic hit the iceberg, and we've been sinking ever since. I can't I can't disagree. <laughs> I, I, I think there's there's just been a lot of things that have contributed to getting us into this mess. Um, and you know we can all we all you know we all can sit here and say what about this player this player if we manage to keep off bottom line is now we, we haven't we haven't got them um and we've got to somehow get ourselves out of this mess and let's just hope that cuff will be the man to do it but let's just hope he's able to do it so the difficult as we said it's it's very hard when you're taking over other player you know over a, a squad that clearly isn't hasn't been assembled very well I still think I still have faith in him. I still think he's a, as we mentioned when we said a minute ago about a good manager should be able to sort out those issues. I do think he will be able to sort it out, but it's not going to be be very easy. And again, it's going to be a matter now of managing our expectations levels for the rest of the season. I mean, I don't. I think after the last few displays, I don't think they can be very high anyway for most supporters. But um, it's going to be a long old season, and it's unfortunately we've been saying it for for a while and hoping it wouldn't be the case but I think it is literally just a matter of staying up and that is it yeah I'm going to go to that comment which I saw earlier I found it in the, the group chat mainly because you just mentioned it there um, with Clough and there's um, I know on social media we you sort of said it tongue in cheek before the game didn't you Nathan about you know if we if we lose or don't get a good result I'm going to stay off social media because it'll Actually, be a haven't been on. frenzy and <laughs> um, yeah uh, it's there's a few posts now questioning Clough which I just find Fine, Daft. But uh, this one I saw posted um, in uh, in a in one of the Stags groups. I saw it at half time. Um, I can't remember who who posted it. Uh, not convinced by Clough at all. Playing square pegs in round holes. The whole squad is built around us playing five three two. Why the hell are we playing four three three with at least four players out of position? We have two fullbacks that are poor defensively, but could offer more going forward. We have Charlesley playing in wide right when he wouldn't know how to dribble past someone, and Barry wide left, leaving a rookie league rookie league centre forward up top on his own. Right, I'm gonna. Um, take this to pieces and I'm going to um, you know, pick it at different bits. Right, first bit, not convinced by Clough at all. Why? One of the best managers in the Football League with a fantastic history of turning clubs who were in situations exactly like this completely around just because we've not particularly moved in terms of league positions and over the last two or three games haven't put in you know, world-beating performances does not mean that we've appointed a Duffer uh, manager. Um, we've appointed arguably the right manager that was out there at the time for free. Let's add, hasten, not hasten to add. You know, we've not paid any money for him to go and get him from another club, and you know, he's working with players that aren't his own. Playing square pegs in round holes. I'd, again, I disagree. We utilise trying to utilise the players he's got uh, his um, disposal. Ollie Clark, George Lapsley, Harry Charles, they all boils to that, that midfield three. Um, you know, they're all central players. We are clearly, clearly lacking um, a wide wide player. So yes, we've had to push Charles Lee a little bit wider than he wanted to. Yes, we've played Jordan Barry on the left of a forward three at times, but that's clearly been part of the game plan and whilst it's not necessarily worked we can see it has it's had the opportunities and we've created the openings we've just had not had that spark to take it and um, the whole squad is built around us playing 5-3-2 
Wrong. I, I disagree. It was built around us playing 5-3-2 last season. And then Graham Coughlin got rid of all the players that was built around us playing 5-3-2 and players that could play in a 5-3-2. All you need to do is watch the, the footage and the highlights back of um, you know this season's game when we were playing with a back three or a back five and see just how woeful we were and how comfortable, uncomfortable we those players playing in those situations were. Listen to James Perch's interview and he'll tell you exactly what you need to know about um, playing a back three. Um, why are we playing a 4-3-3? That's the only little bit I, I do agree with. I think we should be playing with a diamond, but I can see again why we've played with a 4-3-3. Four players out of position. Any guesses on who those are? Because I... Can't, I can't see them at all, other than maybe Harry Charlesley playing wide right. Which, actually, for a spell, Harry Charlesley did pretty well out there originally yeah, exactly. when he first moved out there. So that's, that's what... And I think the, the bit... The, the, I think the emphasis on that post is probably more about Gordon and Benin. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but when Benin first joined us... Left back. And had the first couple of good seasons, you know, under Murray um, in particular... He was left back, and that's when he played the best in a, in a Mansfield Town shirt. Yeah, completely Gordon, agree. And I'm pretty sure on this as well, his better times at, at Lincoln, he was right back. So or right midfield. Uh, sorry, right midfield. Yeah, not right back. So, you know, you could argue Gordon is a little bit out of position, and we've been saying this for a few weeks. So, you, you know, I, obviously there's there's issues because obviously we'd be winning games, um, and so. Everything it's not not everybody is going to be comfortable in where they're playing at the moment, and I do think there has to be some changes. But the uh, you know the argument that there's you know uh, square pegs in round in round holes and, and four players out of position you know playing being played out of position, I I have to agree with you. I, it's not that is surely not correct, and especially when you look at it, I, I can't I I don't know. I, hopefully, it's just one of those posts written in frustration. I hope so because not people need to. I've done this before where you write a post don't post it think about it for a little bit read it back about 10 minutes later and think actually yeah that, that's probably not right um, it's, they're too eager to post let's hope it's one of those because actually apart from a couple of little points where you could say yeah maybe with that I think it's highly uh, inaccurate and, and unfair especially on Clough because you know we've got to remember he can't actually change that much at the moment he certainly can't change much personnel probably should Maybe change a little bit with the team, as we've said, um, with with the no changes, etc. But he can't magically bring in wingers. You know, if we're if we're if we're short on those uh, parts of the field, he can't magically put them in because there's, there's no loan window and there's no transfer window until January. So his hands are tied to a certain extent. Yeah, and if, you know, it it comes. There's a lot of mentality in there as well. You've got to take that into uh, to consideration as well. You know, when you're going through these poorer spells and what have you, that that does play a bit of a part but we look at I look at that point alone about playing a rookie centre forward if Cam if Nicky Maynard was and I know I've sort of had my doubts about Nicky Maynard a lot and I've, I've said it a lot and I'll continue to back myself with that by the way as well but if he doesn't have a dead leg if the f- medical team declare him fit today I think we actually do see a change today Oh, 100%. And uh, this is something that we've seen over the last few weeks when Maynard plays, he scores. And it, yet again, it's just fitting, fitting in, in into the team because obviously Bowery seems to have 
uh, find himself under Clough. And Andy Cook seems to be a different player completely. Jamie Reid's doing well at the moment. But and but Maynard's the one that Scott. I mean, uh, in the last few weeks, he's been a different player. That's all that look then. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think Jamie Reid has got a little bit missing. I feel for him because obviously we all want to. Oh, yeah, the last well. game that step up's that. difficult, isn't it? That That's the point. The step up's difficult. And I think, you know, you mentioned earlier, Cam, about we need, when we do get that ball in the box, you need that one player who's, you know, we talk about experienced. You're going to, the one player is going to know where the dangerous, where the dangerous area is going to be. Probably our Nicky Maynard. So I, I do think we, we have been missing him, not, and I mean it for a few weeks. And the fact that he's only really got on towards the end of the game, I know he's not been the same Nick, Nick, Nicky Maynard that we know and and hope that we would have this season. But those chances that we talk about, where the ball's gone in and there's not been anybody gambling, I think he would be gambling. So I don't know if you agree, Cam, but I, if he's fit, I think he needs to be back in the team and be given a bit of a, a bit more of a run and, and a bit more of an opportunity to. To get in those areas, I think he'll he'll try. Yeah, I exactly. agree. It's just get getting him fit and firing is the most important thing. And I think well, if he is fit, he will play Saturday. Yeah, that's that's the thing because we've now whilst we've not lost, something's got to change. We've not won in what think... we're not won in three, four, three, three. Yeah, three. So. Obviously, that's just e- an easy change to make, and I think throw throw my neck out online. Maybe changing the obviously changing the defence a bit and dropping Rawson and Sweeney. I'm surprised by the second one. I'm I am yeah. surprised uh, by the second one. Bring in very surprised by the second one actually. But bring in Mayo and Perch because they looked rather comfortable when they did play alongside each other. When was that? Oh, which game was it? It was more, Ro- well, more Rawson and Perch together, wasn't I, it? I genuinely, yeah. I, honestly, if, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't remember Mayo and... I think they did at some point, but anyway. It, one, it might be one game. changing that defence because it just we just don't seem to have... Obviously, we've got nothing going forward, which is fine, but we've got to put the defensive performances in, especially in games like this where... We know it's going to be difficult and we know that they're going to come at us. And they did. And we just look, uh, deer in the headlights springs to mind at the moment. It, it, I mean, it has to be a no-brainer for me on, on uh, Scum, for Scunthorpe is Perch has got to be in for, for uh, Rawson. That, yeah. that, to me, is the first change I'll be making as man. As man I'd, be tell, I'd have told him he was walking off the pitch. I'd have put my arm around and said, Faz, oh, don't even bother I'd turning have, up to Scunthorpe game. Make sure you're not I'd getting in the squad. I'd, I'd, I'd have been doing that all the time. Uh, the only thing I can assume is that Perch wasn't obviously fully fit. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think. Agree. He should have been. He should have been starting today. Yeah. He wasn't. There might be reasons behind that. Obviously, that we we obviously don't know we, we, uh, from the medical side. But given that he made the bench over O'Driscoll, he must be very close to being fully fit. Um, so Scunthorpe, he has to start. He has to start on uh, on Saturday, surely to God. Absolutely. Um, there's probably two or three changes you could make for that but we'll save that talk because I think we're all 
getting on the verge of being very, very angry and very sort of, uh, <sighs> yeah. I, I just want to go and kick something or throw something at the minute. Um, so we'll, we'll wrap it up uh, in, a, in a couple of minutes' time. So start thinking about your uh, man of the match. Get them in the comments uh, as no, well. No. I know it'd be a very, very difficult job. Uh, last few comments of the show before we get your um, uh, man of the match votes. Uh, Steve, can't do it anymore. Going to snooze or contact with Stags News, etc. It's too painful. I'm going to do exactly the same as well until uh, after Christmas Day. Just don't snooze us. Not, yeah. Don't snooze yeah, us. You need us. Because honestly, on Tuesday, we've got a great show for you lined up. It's going to be just an hour and a bit of just pure stupidity. We'll talk about things on the pitch, of course we will, for, for a teensy amount of time. Then we'll have a bit of a quiz. Uh, we'll have a bit of a laugh. And you guys can always join in as well. I might set up a little Zoom that you can sort of log into. We'll sort all that on Tuesday. Basically, we'll wing it, but it'll be fun. It'll be a laugh watching these two <laughs> compete. Um so yeah make sure you don't snooze us uh, keep your notifications on for us uh, Clive says Reed has risen too far too quickly in my opinion it doesn't help that he's being uh, fed on scraps uh, Pedro said it before I'll say it again we need a target man uh, that was supposed to be Maynard um, I think Maynard's more of a, a poacher than a target man for me a target man's Andy Cook um, uh, and Jordan Bauer you know big physical presence up there can win things in the air bring it down and get his playing back and I know what your point is I know, I know what you're trying to say uh, Martin I'll say it uh, again quality into the box forwards will score Cook, Maynard etc um, Clive says Perch or Menayese either instead of Rawson please um, Jay says 100% agree with Nathan uh, Perch in for Rawson um, uh, Roger says it was Sweeney and Menayese at Cambridge uh, Pedro says Rawson out um, keep your man of the match votes coming in. I'm going to put the phone down there uh, for a second. Nathan and Cam, start thinking about your votes for man of the match um, as well. Uh, whilst you do that, I'll sl fade you down for a couple of minutes whilst I go through uh, today's full-time scores in the picture elsewhere in Skybet League 2. So a torrid afternoon for Mansfield, only a one-all draw. And uh, in terms of the league table, that has certainly affected them. 20th at the moment, they've missed an opportunity to sort of gain ground on uh, Scunthorpe, who they play on Boxing Day. But the important thing, if we're looking for a positive today, is the fact that they have kept the gap between themselves and South End. Could have been a really, really different story had Jordan Bowery not scored uh, with 11 minutes left to go. Elsewhere in Skybet League 2, then the full scores. It finished Barrow 3, Cheltenham 0. So Barrow on a bounce after sacking their manager. Bolton 0, Tranmere 3, Bradford 1, Cambridge 0. Colchester 1, Morecambe 2, Forest Green Rovers 1, Carlisle United 0. The game we were watching out for, Grimsby 1, Scunthorpe 0. Narrow in that one. Harrogate 0, Salford 1, Leighton Orient 1, Crawley 2. Newport County uh, lost 4-2 at home to Oldham. And an excellent game at Warsaw. Warsaw 4, Port Vale 3. Port Vale, incidentally, 2-0 up at half-time in that one. In terms of the league table, Newport, despite losing today, is still a point clear at the top. Forest Green in second, Carlisle in third. At the wrong end of the table, Southend still prop everybody else up, but they're now on level points with Stevenage on 13 points. Barrow just above the drop zone in 22nd on 16. Then it's Bradford and ourselves on 17 points. Stags, uh, a better goal difference than Bradford. Grimsby in 19th. Scunthorpe, who we take on on Boxing Day, in 18th on 20 on 20 points. So beat them on um, Boxing Day and we'll go level with them. Get your votes in for Man of the Match right now. The Stags 
drawing one all with uh, with Southend today. Of course, South um, Scunthorpe away on uh, Boxing Day. We know we can win there. We beat them in the uh, the Papa John's Trophy, of course, and then Salford to finish up the year uh, midweek game on the 29th. Salford at the moment seventh. Uh, in they occupy. Uh, that spot in the playoffs after a 1-0 win today. Get your votes coming in for your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. Again, I think today's Man of the Match vote will be a um, pretty easy one, but we'll still wait and see. Cam Felton, how many uh, how many people have you got up for your Man of the Match? Uh, just one today. Just the one, Nathan? Just the one for me as well. Go on, I'm going to say, I'm going to go one, two, three, and then I want us all to say at the same time our name. So it's one, two, three, and then say. You ready? Let's have a practice. So we'll have a practice by saying Mansfield Matters. On So we go one, two, three, and then we say Mansfield Matters. You got it? Sure. You're right, Cam. Yeah. yeah? Right, so ready? <laughs> one, two, three, Mansfield Matters. Oh. Right, okay, that works. Yeah, that yeah, that really works. Uh, go on then, we'll, we'll, we'll try it. We'll try it. That's so, that uh, Kahoot thing there. Yeah, well, God, I think that's still on question two. Uh, right, let's let's go then. Uh, your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match nominations. One, two, three. Bowery. Bowery. Yeah, that's unanimous. Jordan Bowery. Uh, so Bowery from us three. Uh, Mark says man of the match Clark. Roger Bowery for just scoring. That's it. Clive, man of the match Bowery. Uh, Roy, man of the match Bowery. Uh, yeah, so Jordan Bowery takes the Mansfield Matters man of the match. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, first and foremost, though, um, that's it from us before Christmas. Uh, well, not before Christmas. We've got one more podcast to do. Um and that will be on Tuesday at 6.30ish. It's going to be the Mansfield Matters Christmas special. Um, what we are going to do, um, we are going. I will set up a little Zoom. We'll have these two on at, um, as usual. They're going to be, this is what's going to, going to be happening. You two are going to be taking each other on in the Mansfield Matters quiz. But unlike previous years, this is not just Stags related questions. There'll be a Christmas round. There'll be a general knowledge round. There'll be a film and TV round, and there will be uh, a stag round. So there'll be there will be a, a quiz. Also, I'm going to award um, various points for various tasks which I'm going to set you throughout um, the show. So there's going to be a lot of running around, um, which will be hilarious, mainly to see how injured Nathan gets. Um, yeah. 
uh, as well. Uh, but the first task... You just want to concede now. This, this, the first task... It Congratulations, mainly, it, Cam. It will, no, it will mainly involve fetching certain things um, to to please me. So <laughs> it's, it's, things it, Of course it does. He's trying to say... Do you want to tell him to cough now, Nath, or what? <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, just, it's just giving me that incentive to beat him, isn't it? It's motivation, right? Exactly. Now. That's that's well, all. That, that's Imagine all. Imagine losing to a blind man, a, a, you know, a game yeah. of hide and seek, basically. Like, that'd be pretty. Yeah, exactly. It's all about it's all about how well you two think you know me. You'll be fetching things which I'm going to mark points on. The first thing we're going to do, um, and the first task starts right now, um, and that is the person who comes. Uh, dressed in the best festive wear. Now, I'll describe this for you, Nath, um, and for you guys at home, you can see it as well. Um, I am wearing a very fetching, uh, I think it's very fetching anyway, uh, elf-based T-shirt. So I look like uh, a chief elf. Uh, I had a lovely Christmas jumper on early for you as well. So it's an elf-based T-shirt. Um, you need to basically get up to that standard. Uh, I will award points for the person who brings... Um, the best Christmas jumper, so and the best festive outfit. So, you know that could be tinsel around your headphones. It could be tinsel as a scarf, a Christmas jumper, a Christmas T-shirt. Are you up for the challenge? We've got three days' notice, so it'll be an exactly challenge. Exactly. <laughs> so you know you've got plenty of time to figure it out. Cam's thinking I've left my Christmas jumper in Manchester. Never took it with me. Never. T- well, there you go. It's it's all. I don't really- even know. I don't even think I've got one. To be fair. Well, there you go. And we want you guys at home to get involved with this um, as well, by the way. On the night, we want you to uh, post in the comments a photo of you wearing your Christmas jumpers. And I'll uh, be giving you a very... I'll be giving out some prizes to you guys listening at home as well. So you can win yourself uh, a Mansfield Matters prize just by having the best Christmas outfit. So make sure you get involved with that um, as well. That'll be on Tuesday at 6.30ish. So a little bit of chat about... uh, today's game and, and uh, uh, look ahead to um, uh, to Boxing Day but it will be predominantly a bit of a mess around and a bit of a laugh so make sure you come and join it. Get a pen and paper ready you can join in the quiz, you can join in as well um, by sending us pictures and, and all, of, all of that sort of stuff as well so it'll be very interactive and a great way for you guys at home to uh, uh, to get involved so are you looking forward to uh, another Craig quiz Nathan? We, we know how you love them Meh <laughs> that's, that's, that's all ish. I've got for you. Ish. Yeah, ish. Probably. Ish. I don't know. Um, we'll see. No doubt there'll be some interesting anagrams in there because you always love to throw them at me and Cam, which we uh, both to, both hate. But uh, that would be good fun. I mean, uh, especially. Well, we we we're not going to be very busy given the announcements today. Yeah. So um, it'll be a nice things for us for hopefully everyone else to also get involved mm. in as we approach Christmas. Um, Obviously, still have a quick chat about Stags, which is always great. Well, sometimes great, uh, but we can have some uh, some fun at the same time. So yeah, that's the do, most. Please do join us. The more more the more there is, the merrier it is as well. Absolutely, you know, get yourself a, a drink as well and and, and enjoy uh, what will essentially be a lockdown Christmas laugh. Well, that's pretty much it. Um, all that's left to say from me uh, to to you boys is have a merry christmas um i'm say it again on tuesday anyway and to you guys <laughs> at home we is, are gonna be back yeah i know and to you guys <laughs> at home discussion <laughs> i know i forget um and to you guys at home as well that can't join us on tuesday at 6 30 have a fantastic christmas 
For now, though, that is it. We will be back on Tuesday at 6.30 on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield, as always, does matter. And in these times where, you know, it's not the greatest at the moment with all the new uh, announcements which have been made during the football today by, yes, do stay home, don't go out and see anybody at Christmas. Um, You know... It's not the greatest time, so come in and uh, enjoy yourself. Yeah, the stakes today, one all against Southend. Meh is about the reaction to it. Forget about it, move on quickly and enjoy the spirit of Christmas. And maybe even a Brian Clough impression from me, because I know that's what Nathan is really dying to hear. See you Tuesday, and if we don't see you Tuesday, we'll see you on Boxing Day for Match Day Live, the warm-up followed by the cool-down show. Because Mansfield matters, and we do have to keep following the journey, even if we are taking the long bloody road. Good night! days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com botox cosmetic out botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you for full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.